And those reports need to be done today. I don't care how late you have to stay. Yes, ma'am. No excuses this time. I'm tired of you never turning in anything on time. Yes, ma'am. What a bitch. What did you just say? Who did the switch? Sorry, I'm looking for the template for the other report. Sure. Just get it done. You've got it. Preview. Hey, I need your help with something. Sorry, man. I just don't have time. I've got these reports the boss wants me to turn in today, and I've barely started. Preview. No, seriously. It'll only take a second. I just need you to sign off on my forms. It's all done, but I just need someone to sign off that the numbers have been verified. I can't do this anymore. Really, it's taking me longer to explain what you're doing than it is for you to actually do it. I know I can count on you. You've done it before. I mean, yeah, the last time we I both got no. chewed out for my numbers being so off. Then we had to close the office in Trenton, but who the hell wants to live in New Jersey anyway, right? I mean, I could just forge your signature if you want. You're serious with the Hey. Hey. Where are you going? Welcome to Pelican Town. We're happy you're here. Thanks. I couldn't just deal with the endless menial tasks of office work anymore. I remembered my grandpa's letter and realized this would probably be best for me. Absolutely. So anyway, here's the farm. It's a mess. Yeah, it's been a while since anyone's done anything here. Obviously. So anyway, here are some seeds. Now, these will only grow in the spring. The day summer starts, boom, these plants die. And to plant them, you'll need to till the dirt and water them every day. Yeah, okay. I think I can manage that. Before that, you'll need to clear some of the land, cut the weeds, break some of the rocks, cut down some trees and bushes. I... Feel free to say hi to everyone in town, too. Oh, and there's the mines where you can get some rare minerals to build yourself some tools. Just watch out for the monsters. Also, the layout changes every time you go in, so don't try to memorize it. There's also a community center we could use help rebuilding. And by help, well, you'll need to do it yourself. We're all too busy at the bar after work. Grandpa didn't leave me a farm. He left me a list of chores to do for the rest of my life. Oh, and we could really use your help stopping Joja Mart from taking over the town. Joja? Yeah, and if we, and by we I mean you, work really hard, we can get this done and save our peaceful way of life. Oh, and your grandpa's ghost will be here in three years to judge you. No pressure. I give up. On this month's Games and Junk Game Club podcast, we give a big city living and go for that simple country life in Stardew Valley. While doing this podcast, we are we have played <laughs> Stardew Valley, a, a life simulator adventure game. Is that a good description? Is that yeah. a good description? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. A, yeah. Uh, from uh, the God, I just forgot the developer's name. Concerned Ape. Yes, Concerned Ape. Thank you very much. Sorry, Concerned Ape. Yes, from Concerned Ape. 
a uh, and came out in 2017. And I picked the game this month, and I picked Stardew Valley because I for for uh, we did it for December. We were doing this for December January time frame because we you know the holidays make it hard to record things. Um, but I wanted to make sure to do a, uh, a you know a nice laid back kind of ch- uh, game you you throw on on like a snowy day you know like a like a when you just want to relax with like a cup of coffee or something and and place and mess around with a game for a bit and I you know Stardew Valley I think really fits that description it is a very easy game to pick up and uh, get some get some stuff done done and put it down and come back to it I feel like it. I feel like it really lends itself well to that, just with it by its nature. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Vanessa, had you played Stardew Valley prior to this? I had not. So I, I hadn't either. I'd heard, I'd heard of it from friends, but I've never played it. And Jason, had you played it prior? No. Um, I had purchased it with the intent of playing it at some point, because I'm a... Uh... Let's say, <laughs> That's what you do. let's say, well, yeah, that was that. But I'm also a sort of like um, lapsed Harvest Moon fan, so I thought, like, oh, I should get to this because, like, this thing had set the world on fire at, at you know, its initial release nearly six years ago now at this point. Yeah. Uh, for people that don't know, uh, Sardew Valley, you are a farmer, male or female, or I think it also has an option for undecided. Um, and uh, you inherited your gra- your dead grandpa's farm. And in the in the titular Stardew Valley or Pelican something also there's like a overarching name of is it there's a lot of names of this of the region uh, in Stardew Valley and you uh, basically li- uh, live out your day to day life on the farm and build it out as you see fit and also it's a town full of eccentric sort of uh, townsfolk that you get to know as well at, at, at your Heart's Desire. I completed the first year of the game. I believe the game probably, I don't actually don't, didn't look into it, but I think the game probably ends around year three or four, technically, story-wise, based on the fact that your dead grandpa comes to visit you or something in year three. <laughs> so I did not get to that. No, oh, okay. But, yeah, that's a, there's a whole, if you look at the statue on your farm, it tells you uh, your grandpa's ghost is going to come visit you uh, at the end of the third year or, some, or the beginning of one of those, too. <laughs> Sometime in the third year, you're visited by your grandpa's ghost. So that probably seems like towards the end of when the game takes it. So, I, but yeah, I put in like 25 hours. So, you know, and uh, I, I really, I really enjoyed it. It's really cool. It's, I think I played it co-op exclusively with my wife. Um, I probably would not have gotten as far if it wasn't for co-op, you know, uh, but yeah, it's a really good time. It's a really good co-op game. Uh, that's my, uh, Vanessa, what do you think overall? Um, your oh, overall I thoughts? Um, I played it like uh, I spent like forty hours on it. So <laughs> um, I had my time. Jim, Jim would look over and be like, "Are you still playing that Farmville game?" Yep, yes, I am. <laughs> I, I do really appreciate the time doesn't pass like Animal Crossing when you put the controller down, so no one's like upset at me for not coming to tend to my farm. <laughs> oh, yes, the, you're, you're, the weeds have not grown in, and yeah, residents exactly. have, not, have not died of starvation. No one, no, yeah. no one yells at me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, like now at the point I'm at now it's like kind of like um so when I put it down it's like well nothing new really is happening and like I guess I could like activate the movie theater if I want to but that seems like oh, the know, movie, too, the much, movie too much foraging oh, oh yeah wow. oh man let me tell you guys so <laughs> please do <laughs> after you complete after you complete the community center then the Joji market goes away and apparently now it becomes like um you can like do another bundle pack and it turns into a movie theater if you complete Ooh, it fun yeah, right. Uh, so I, I didn't do that, but <laughs> I have the uh, option. <laughs> Jason, uh, what are your overall thoughts on the game? Um, as I mentioned, I was a 
I'm a lapsed Harvest Moon fan. I, mm-hmm. you know, I played Harvest Moon when it first came out and played it all the way through like the PS2 era. And I haven't touched like the series really since it sort of just wasn't my thing anymore. And I think uh, Natsume kind of got away from the formula and just started making it a little too complex. And I stopped enjoying it. Everything I heard about Stardew Valley was a sort of like return to form for Harvest Moon. And I was like, okay, this should be perfect. And by coming to it nearly six years into it, I had found it entirely too complex for my taste. And I, following um, former guest and sort of regular on different variations of the podcast we do here on the network, uh, Anna Marie Privateer's thing, I played a game, I played it for five hours and it did not click with me at all. And I just noped out of it. I think that's a fair, I think that's a fair thing to yeah. do with most with the majority of games. It's uh, yeah, yeah. If you put in that much time and it's just not clicking for you, you're not you're just gonna hate it eventually. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. And in this game, it doesn't change after five hours. Yeah. No, it's 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 there is a specific loop to this game, and if it doesn't work for you, it's never gonna work for you. Yeah, I even tried listening to a podcast while or podcast while playing it for a while just to see if like maybe that helps sort of get my mind off the more mundane parts of it, and it did not. It just didn't click. I think coming to this six years later, we'll get into this later. I think it just uh, didn't do me any favors. thoughts on the game uh jason is your lab coat uh close by it is uh currently in the washing machine but i have a uh, bathrobe on at the moment because it's kind of cool in here all right oh, that'll do <laughs> so jason <laughs> with that sweet sweet stardew valley silence science and yeah. let us know about its history all right so originally it released february 26 2016 on windows so we're right around the six year uh release thing uh it ended up coming out on mac and linux in july of the same year and ends up releasing on vita switch android ios ps4 and xbox uh later on all the way up through i think 2019 was the most recent release on one of those stardew valley was a uh one man studio project concern eight being that studio and uh, eric barone being that one man it was his first commercial game. He had previously made some Flash games and a game in Adventure Game Studio, but did that more as a hobby than anything's in any like real earnest. After graduating college with a degree in computer science, he would spend most of the next four years developing Stardew Valley with no formal training in game creation. It originally started as a way to improve his C-sharp skills, with his initial idea being to put on Xbox Live Indie Games. The game kept evolving and kind of outgrew that initial plan. He ended up going through several iterations of it as he felt the skills improved in C-sharp. Eric would go back and improve the game quite a bit, effectively ending up making four to five different versions of Stardew Valley before the official release. So he would scrap it and redo it, scrap it, redo it, scrap it, redo it as he improved, which a good man for... I don't know about good man, but yeah, just uh, at least he learned when to cap it finally. Like, okay, I got to put this game out. I can't just keep adding on to this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the inspiration for it was his love of Harvest Moon. He loved Harvest Moon on Super Nintendo with his favorite being uh, Back to Nature on the PS1, which is a slightly upgraded version of the Nintendo 64 version. So and that was probably my favorite. I think it's about where I capped out my love for the series was Harvest Moon 64. So. Uh, Eric liked the characters in Back to Nature, but felt the gameplay was too limited. You could see most of what the game had to offer in terms of gameplay in the first season. He wanted to expand on it and add modern elements like crafting and quests. Uh, Wanted the quests to kind of help keep players engaged on tasks, always give them a new goal to shoot for. Uh, The all-important box check gameplay uh, that keeps a lot of players engaged. 
Uh, Chucklefish, the publisher of the game, ended up approaching him fairly early on, offering to help promote and deal with the business aspect uh, for him. They stayed completely hands-off with anything development-wise, occasionally offering him support with people that he might, just for like some coding stuff, I think, uh, post-release, but after the initial release was all uh, him and his... uh, Girlfriend, I think, now wife? I don't know. Eric worked on the game nearly 10 hours a day, seven days a week, for four years. He worked part-time at a movie theater as an usher, had friends and family who believed in him and the game, meaning they gave him money to live off of, and uh, lived on his girlfriend's grad school stipend over those four years. He started the game in his parents' basement and would eventually move in with his girlfriend and finish it while she largely supported them. And the last little bit thing of uh, trivia with it is uh, controller support was added in about a month after or before launch, almost more as an afterthought. And it was something he wasn't initially happy with. He definitely didn't like the mode that it originally was as far as controller support and went on to refine it a little bit. I still found it a little clunky personally, but um, ultimately, I think the real hero of this um, endeavor is his girlfriend because she supported his ass for four years while doing this, I, 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 I totally get this paid off. It worked. He's there, you know, they're now millionaires, but if this had flopped, boy, oh boy, what a saint of a woman is all I can say. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> they must love each other yeah, so much. I mean, that's a, that's a long time to have no, uh, no income. Yeah. I think, um, I think it was one of, I think it was like blood, sweat and pixels. Uh, Jason Trier's book had went over this game and largely, and Jason Schreier is normally somebody who really gets into the like the shitty aspects of you know video game development and completely brushed over her role in this and how important she was because if it was not for her this would not have happened. And I yeah. want to say like Jason Schreier is normally very good about that th- stuff and that this is like a huge oversight on his part that I'm like how did you not like it, just me like skimming over the information on this I'm like. His girlfriend, if she hadn't been in the picture, like, this game would not have happened. He would not have been able to do this. So she is the, I would say, the main cog in the wheel of this game ever happening in the first place. And she would also playtest this thing with him. Um, she, she must have really enjoyed it then. Um, <laughs> or chess. really was hoping that this was going to fucking pay off. <laughs> so. Like, ah, oh, shit, this is, is going to explode. <laughs> this small uh, Harvest Moonlight game. Yeah. Yeah, this is clearly going to sell millions and millions of copies on million or on uh, dozens or a dozen different platforms. Surely, surely this will work. I can, I can, I can do this for a few years. Does it, does it shock you how successful this game was? Um, kind of, yeah, because I don't think Harvest Moon ever hit this way either. Yeah, it didn't, and it's I, I, I'm not quite sure what I get. I guess maybe the vibe of this game is different than Harvest Moon. Uh, I, I would say I no experience. You know what? But, you know uh, what? I, if I really had to wager a guess, it was the fact that it's on steam, it's moddable mm-hmm. and you know, just mm-hmm. having an internet community around it made it a lot more accessible. Harvest moon has been sort of a, I don't want to say dwindling audience of sorts, but it's sort of been a dwindling audience. Like, you know, you get people like me who were not fervent about the series, but I really enjoy the series. I would play, each one as they came out. And then like when Harvest Moon DS came out, I that was the last one I had pre-ordered. I played it for a little while and was like, no, I, I think I'm done with Harvest Moon. I don't care anymore. Yeah, I have n- I've never played one. I, I think it just had to do with the the prevalence of the internet when this first released. And the fact that there's a lot more secrets to it than there was in the original Harvest Moon, which, you know, to be fair, was a, you know, fairly late life Super Nintendo game. So, eh, you know, give it, give it a little slack on that one. Yeah, this game has a lot of, uh, things to discover in it, which I really enjoy. That's what I, I really enjoyed that about it, and we can talk about yeah. that. But um, 
Yeah, it's it's just it's just interesting how how things play out. You know, like this game clearly, I mean, and he in the developer doesn't the developer doesn't hide it at all. Ripped directly off of Harvest Moon, and it's far more success- successful than any Harvest Moon has ever been. Yeah, um, yeah, I would say uh, far more than multiple combined Harvest Moon entries yeah. has ever been. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I actually took a lot of this, or actually took most of, I would say, ninety percent of this information off of an interview he did with Game Informer back in two thousand sixteen on the uh, Game Informer show. So literally got this from the horse's mouth on this one. So, Mr. Ben Hansen, I'm assuming. Yes, the, uh, yep, that was the yeah. Ben Hansen era. Yeah, I remember this Good interview man. when when <laughs> it actually happened. I was like, "Oh, perfect!" I remember he went way deep. I was like, "I am just gonna go hit that." <laughs> so, <laughs> we should have just hit play on that interview in the uh, put it right into our podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Ben Hansen's far better podcaster than the three of us combined. So. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> All right, Jason. Is that, a, is, that, is that what you got for science? That'll that'll wrap it up. That'll wrap up the science right. in my bathrobe. All right, thank you. Uh, I'm, glad, I'm, I'm glad you're comfortable during that whole that whole uh, discussion. <laughs> Absolutely, it's always, it's, always good, it's always good to know. So uh, let's 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 talk uh, let's talk Har- let's, not Harvest Moon. Let's talk Stardew Valley in the <laughs> in a sense Harvest Moon as well. Um, so like I come uh, up, mentioned sure. a, a second ago, I've I don't think I've ever played a Harvest Moon. I'm familiar with them. I've seen them um, in action. I don't think I've ever actually played one. And this whole style of game never really appealed to never really appealed to me. Um, and I'm, and I, I did end up really enjoying this game. And I'm, try, and I'm trying to figure out what specifically about this game I, I, I like more than. And I think it's that it does the more of the life simulator part in terms of instead of just the focusing heavily on farming. I feel like there's more you can do than just the farming. And the farming actually doesn't take too much of your time as long as you have like a system. You develop a system for it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like there's a lot, a lot to do, and that might also be a factor that I was playing in co-op. So I feel like I had a little more freedom to go, to go yeah. about things as we uh, took turns doing things. And uh, I think this, and honestly, I, I think this game is probably best in co-op if you have the opportunity to play it. It's just because you do share. The only thing you really share is money in co-op, but you're earning money at a two-person rate essentially. So it really balances itself out in that way. So, and I, I really do, I, I can't say whether we were completing, we, uh, the, the pace we were going at in the game was faster than a solo player would be, but I mean, we did, we had half of the community center done, almost four of the six sections are done. I think we have one thing left in another, in another bundle. And I'll talk about the bundles too, because I really like the bundles. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, that, I'll, talk about, I'll talk about that now. I think that, I th- that is actually probably the reason why I like this game so much. I think the bundles give you, a, give you goals and uh, tangible goals to, to go after, and, they're, and they reward you really well. And I think that, that, at the end of the day, is what I need out of these games. I don't need... I, I, when games just, like say, just, just farm and have a good time, I'm like, this is... I, I, I kind of need, need goals, and, and I need... Uh, rewards in my in video games and uh other than just you know the reward of a good of a job well done <laughs> it's uh, uh yeah fuck that fuck yeah. you pay me basically <laughs> I, I don't know i don't know if you ever got into the i don't remember how early in the game the bundles come into play jason i don't know if you ever actually got into the community center stuff um but i think that's when the game really clicked for me fully uh, was when that when when i really got in the groove of like all right i want to work towards this bundle so i got to do this 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 and this um and it really helps you. It helps uh, focus you on your farming as well, like what you're going to plant. Other than always plant blueberries, my God, oh, the blueberries! Oh my gosh, right? <laughs> so, oh my God, always be planting blueberries when you have the chance. Those <laughs> things just print money. Um, 
But yeah, I'll say that that's probably if I had to narrow down to why I like this game and probably would not like Harvest Moon, I think the bundle system is a really good quest, basically a quest system, essentially, um, that you can tackle in any order you you please. Vanessa, what did you uh, what did you think of like the uh, the day to day in the game? Like uh, the the flow of the game, what do you think of it? What what worked for you? I liked it. You can two groove, like you know, like I was happy. Like um, once I started investing in sprinklers because I didn't have to like deal with watering every day. That part I found very tedious um, at the beginning. So so that felt nice though. When you're like, oh, now I'm gonna make this super cool sprinkler, and then like I got me into the quest for Iridium forever and ever, going to the stupid skull caverns and dying a lot. Um, (laughs) I've not gotten to the. Skull cabin. Oh, really? Oh, no. you're in for a treat. You're going to die all the time. Yeah, if you haven't died great. yet, <laughs> no, I definitely died in the in the caves. Uh, we're in like, we got to level 85, I want to say, in the caves. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Those caves are fun. Yeah. So I got into a good group about it. But uh, sometimes I felt like, especially when I started focusing on the relationships, um, which I, I think you haven't done yet, but like uh, that became tedious. It was like, oh, God, I've got to figure out where, like, where does like, like Cassie live? Who the heck is Cassie? <laughs> like, do I know Cassie? Like, why does she want gemstones? <laughs> Who is this person? Yeah. Okay. Uh, which one is Cassie? <laughs> I, don't I don't even know there's actually a Cassie. Yeah. Uh, you you, up, you told me there was, I believe you, because I don't, I don't right, remember. Exactly. But that's why I ended up befriending people who are easy to find, who are like the homeless man, because he's always by his tent. Oh, yeah. And the Linus. two alcoholics, because they're always in the bar and they love yes. beer. Yeah. Pam and uh, Shane. Uh, Shane. Yeah. Shane. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, those are my best friends because they were really easy to befriend. Yeah, and then there's like there's Marnie because she's never at her fucking at her never. No, no she's not <laughs> there. She's always banging the mayor. She's never there to sell me the fucking cows I need. It's, uh, <laughs> she's you guys. Did you ever you get that stuff where she's uh, her and the mayor having an affair? Have you no. ever seen, did you see that? Yeah, they were. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's like, there's when you at a certain point in the game you have the ability to read secret notes and. Um, we found one that had it was like a, a meeting time at the in this bush next to uh, oh, the, town, the town, and we went there <laughs> at a specific time, and you shake the bush to activate the uh, the event, and it just shows the mayor and Marnie jumping out of the bush and running in, di- in separate directions. Oh my you know? gosh! <laughs> <laughs> and then after that happened, this, after we caught them doing that, they seemed to be more blatantly together all the time. So I don't know if that I don't know if that's just in the game normally, if you whether you find them doing that or not. But yeah, there's there's there is a lot of fun stuff with like with the town people if you do it. I I it never I never really got super deep into it, or really was never super interested. I don't know. Um, and it, none of them were like, oh, I want to I want to get to know this person more. But uh, I, I know people do love that about this game. So may, maybe I missed out on a big part. Uh, but yeah, that, that stuff was fun at least. So yeah. <laughs> so. That was um, so, Jason, Jason. For the for the flow, the flow obviously didn't work for you. What about it did not click for you? You know, I, I really like. I said, I think a lot of it had to do with it. Just felt so overwhelming at times. And again, I've played Harvest Moon games, and I think just the more simplistic nature of it kind of helped. And I think also I didn't really like any of the characters. Yeah, I, I had a, that's what I was saying. I had a similar opinion because I don't. That's what I was saying. People really seem to like. The, the town of Stardew Valley and mm-hmm. getting to know people, but I don't know. It never really, they never really like interested me. Like, yeah. There is, um, and I do, I guess, and that, uh, I think like that little bit with Marnie and the mayor is fun, but I still, it still never like put, I, I never was really interested in like gifting people stuff. I like, I don't care. I don't, yeah. And I, see, I, and yeah. that's where I feel just the random patterns that they have. And, 
you have to be invested somewhat in the characters. And maybe it's just because he he in the interview he mentioned that he sort of developed them off people he have has, have met in real life before, not necessarily, you know, anyone specific, but it's like, okay, well, I'm going to take these sort of amalgamations of character of, you know, traits of these people and mash them into one person. And I just, I don't know, like, maybe it is just my personal preference of the more Japanese, like, archetype for, like, video game characters, I suppose. That might have more something to do with it, because they're all fairly simplistic, and you're like, okay, well, this is clearly going to go this way. So it's like, you know where you want to go with it. And a lot of these people, they have a little bit more depth, but I just didn't find them interesting. And I, like I said, I tried. I would, like, okay, I, I think I started twice, just to be sure, like, okay, maybe if I go through and do it, and concentrate more on talking to the characters, it'll get it'll click with me and it never did and like you said john the that whole little thing seemed like a really good like thing to throw in but the amount of effort you probably have to put into getting there seemed like way more effort than i'd be willing to put in personally just on my i don't want to say deep disinterest in a lot of these characters but my deep disinterest in just about everybody in stardew valley yeah i want to say um it winter was when i got the ability to read secret notes i think that's Mm -hmm. when you when when everyone gets the ability so that's like uh, at least a, probably a dozen hours into the game, depending more, maybe probably more, depending on how fast you're going, depending on what you're doing. Um, so, yeah, it's it took a while, and it was it was a fun little thing. But if, if my it wouldn't have like it, if I didn't have other things pulling me into the game at that point, like mm-hmm. I don't I, would, I never would have got there. It definitely yeah. was not the characters that were doing it for me. Do you think that having another person helped you a lot more through this game, or do you think? Had uh, you been playing the solo, you may have fallen off of this completely, like me. I think I would have fallen off sooner. I think I, pro- I think I enjoyed it more initially than you probably did. Okay. Um, but I think having someone there to um sh- uh share tasks with and to water plants with, you know, having two people water plants is way faster than one, yes. especially um. And I played on keyboard and mouse, so and the mouse make is a really good way to. It makes watering plants a lot easier. I, I mean, I guess I haven't played a controller, but it, it's really easy with the mouse because you can just like stand in the middle and like you can do nine different directions, just click on each one, um, which makes it faster. Um, but yeah, anyway, so with my yeah with my wife like uh, and we're we're also gaining money at a at an increased rate if we all focus. Like she she loves fishing in the game. She loves fishing in most games. So that, that's usually her thing is fishing in fishing mini games. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was doing that a lot. That's a lot of money right there. I was I was definitely more of the walk around exploring person and foraging stuff and mm. completing task person. So it just like our the natural way we both play games worked because uh, we played slightly we played differently, but they worked together to. Uh, so we, I mean we're we have a pretty good uh, farm system going on. Um, we're probably gonna keep playing too. Um, I would like I would uh, I don't know how, for how long. I know we're both enjoying it though. So we'll probably keep doing it through here and there. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I, if, like I said, if, if you could play a co-op, I recommend co-op. If you can find someone that's going to like stick with you, cause uh, it's a, it's a, it's a long game, especially if you're, if you're uh, looking to, I don't know, hundred percent it, even it's going to be taking you a while. Can you even hundred percent this game? <laughs> yeah. There's like uh, wait, uh, there is a hundred percenting this game of, from what I understand. Yeah. From that's, about, that's like, yeah, I can't yeah. even imagine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there is like getting, it's like, I think you might like maxing out all the relationship, relationships, getting all the collection stuff um all that kind of shit um but yeah it's just like i feel I, I feel like we had to have been progressing at a faster rate um but basically like based on where we were at in the game compared to someone else i feel like we probably had to have been progressing faster 
just by the nature of having two people doing different things at the same time. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. Even going back to the original Harvest Moon, um, I just played it a few years ago and watched my daughter play it a few um, a few years ago on the Wii U Virtual Console, and I feel like that progressed. Like the farming stuff happened a lot faster, um, and you know you have to do those solo than it did in Stardew Valley. And, you know, like I said, I've done these sort of games before, so I had a, you know, fairly like, okay, well, this is what you got to do. Then you got to start min-maxing your returns on investment for your crops and everything, and then eventually you can get livestock and blah, 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 blah. And I just yeah. was like, man, this is this is taking way longer than I was expecting this to. Yeah, we, like, we, uh, and then in the first year, we currently have, uh, we, we each have two, we each have a house, but that, it, you get a house when you get a, a co-op, a co-op people each get their own house. Okay. Um, is that so, what the house like in the upper left-hand part of the farm is? No, I've not discovered what that what to do with that yet. Okay. But oh, uh, I can. It's a greenhouse. Oh, that's. I a was greenhouse? just going okay. to ask if that was going to be yeah. the greenhouse. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, cause I was wondering you, too about that. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Can I get rid of it? <laughs> you have to finish the pantry bundle, I think, for the greenhouse. I do uh-huh. want the greenhouse. Yep. Um, the greenhouse is awesome. Yeah. You can like plant so many trees in there, and they just keep producing. Yeah. Yeah, my apparently yeah, the way to go about it, according to Joe Juba, is like some of the berries that you can make wine with. Like that's how you do it because, you know, they die in winter or whatever, and they're very hard to get. Mm-hmm. And you just keep growing them in there, and then you can keep producing wine, and then just this like huge funnel of money for yourself. Yeah, we just we just made our first bottle of wine recently, so we got a keg recently. So uh, nice. Yeah. Uh, speaking of trees, my wife spent all of winter because uh chopping down clearing out our whole like farm area of of stuff and putting the wood and stirring the wood and stuff so we had a shit we have a shit ton of resources um and then spring comes around and it's just weeds and grass everywhere immediately it's like the it's like it's like she did nothing yeah <laughs> and uh yeah removed one obstacle for another one to turn up in its place yeah it's it was it's, it was fun. it was funny her reaction was funny um that's as far as we got. We did not finish the first day. We I wanted to complete the year for the podcast because I felt like that was a good idea of the game at that point. folk relationships go i know you said it was a it was tedious did you enjoy getting to know the town people more though or did it, did it feel worth it like the the tedium that it make that the game make it feel worth it to do to do that mm, you, you get some kind of cute cutscenes. okay those are kind of fun um like shane has like got some serious issues he like almost <laughs> like he almost like overdoses on drinking and like on a cliff and one of them <laughs> and he like gets some deep dark scenes or secrets of these people so sometimes it's like oh my gosh um and I, I uh, married Leah, so she was, uh, you know, I, I looked at a guide. So it's like, who's the best? It turns out all the men are, like, kind of sucky. Okay. <laughs> it's almost like real life. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Leah ended up, she'll, like, she'll, wa- she'll water your plants for you sometimes, or she'll make you a salad. So it's like, okay, so she seems like a good a good friend and wife. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know if it's worth it, but it is, it is like, you know, I, I kept doing it. So I guess that's saying mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is kind of, it, this game is kind of one of those things like you, you have to like each day, like, all right, I'm going to do this today uh, mm-hmm. to, uh, to maximize your time with it. Cause like the days, are, the days like are what, 10 minutes of real time, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. They do uh, go pretty short. Quickly. 
yeah that's that's something i really do like is that like um you know it's not a giant commitment i can be like okay i'm gonna go play, play like one day of stardew valley and then i'll stop yeah it's like it, i'd say like it takes um if you were to play it straight probably five or six hours to do a full season once uh the, the early seasons take a little longer uh, when the game's starting because it's teaching you a lot of stuff and throwing a lot of new stuff at you but once you've learned most of the things in the game, the main stuff, I think the seasons go back in about five or six hours, probably, if you're playing them, if you're playing it consistently. Um, so yeah, that's about it's like it's like twenty hours just to finish one year in the game for, for, for people that are mm-hmm. I mean, give people give people an idea of how long it takes because the season the, the years are a season it goes four seasons and a season is a month long, so it's four months in a year essentially. Um, and I. I did like the season, the changes in the season. I think, I, I mean, they changed the overall music, which was nice. Uh, the, the, the world state changed. Obviously, there's different things you could catch in the water and different activities you could do based on time of the year. Um, winter was you can't farm at all in the winter, um, so it's a lot of basically resource gathering and basically doing doing all the things you don't have time to do because you're farming all the time during the rest of the uh, during the rest of the year. So I did like. I did like the seasonal aspect. I know Jason probably didn't get to a second season. Maybe I don't know. Did you get the summer, Jason? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's okay. I forget how many days I got into it. And I was like, okay, I think I'm good. Yeah, uh, Vanessa, what did, you, did you like the season stuff? Did it did did any of it bother you? Did you? What, what, what? I didn't. I didn't mind the season stuff. Like winter was like. I actually like what I did mind though is at, at the end of like the beginning of each new season. It's like. Here's a bunch of weeds. It's it's also, like, oh, your like I, are dead. It's, I know it's, exactly. So it's, yeah. that part was annoying because I, you know, the first time I was like, "Oh, I'll make you know, it's going to be so good. Summer's going to be great. I've got my my plots all beautifully hoed, waiting for the new plant, you <laughs> yep. know, the new crop." And yep. it's like, "Oh, just kidding. Here's a bunch of weeds. We got, yeah. we got rid of all of your good work." <laughs> yeah, it does literally reset the entire world state. So if, if any plants you had out are immediately dead the next, the following day, like they just cannot handle. The new temper, the temperature change at all. It is too hard for them. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then like there's different weather effects during the seasons too. Like it, it's it's fun. And then they they have different ho- they have different special events each month. And for if you Harvest Moon veterans out there, it's a, I don't I honestly do not know. I feel like this is all probably in Harvest Moon. So um, yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you have, uh, you have season you have events. You know, there's. There's a there's a Christmas equivalent. There's a Halloween equivalent. Um, there are unique events. There's the something the dance of the midnight jellies or whatever the fuck it was called. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which was which was people just got to the dock and watched some jellyfish float around for a while. And uh, the, the the events were were all cute and all. They most of the time they felt kind of underwhelming. Um, yeah. They were, they were a nice break, you know. Like, like, oh, this is. Just to see and, and then to buy a nice rare crow at the store at the shop if you had the money for it. We we always bought the rare crows. We have most of them. Yeah, I've got a lot of rare crows. <laughs> those, those are rare designed scarecrows for people that have not played Stardew Valley. <laughs> uh, there, and uh, we 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 put the snowman scarecrow out for all the winter. That was fun. That was a, that was a fun oh, little cute. decoration we did. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's uh yeah it's a it's a it's a it's a cool game uh, and. It it uh, it mixes it up enough because you're doing the, you are doing the same stuff most days, but I feel like it does throw enough stuff at you to keep you to keep you invested. Jason, did you have anything that like stood out that you really liked about the game? Anything at all that was like I, I this thing uh, this is something I really do like. I like having the quests. I really do. I, I appreciate that there's like a tracker for that sort of thing, mm-hmm. and it you know it it does get that part like you mentioned too, and I mentioned in the you know the science section there that 
there is that part of the human brain, not every human brain, but a lot of human brains that you enjoy checking off the boxes on a, on a list yes. like that. And yeah. that is something like if older Harvest Moons had, I would probably have an easier time going back to them. But, you know, a lot of that stuff was like, you know, it was a lot younger and I was able to, you know, put the time in to just figure out how the game worked. Whereas this is, you know, you start, like I said, I would start going around and getting the quests and it would start, I don't want to say getting overwhelming, but it'd be like, oh my God, how many am I? Holy hell. And then, like I said, it just a lot of the characters just weren't clicking with me. So getting the quest from him, I'm like, I don't really care to help you. Sorry. <laughs> you help yourself. There are so many quests in the game that's like this, that are just like, I'll pick it up and I like read it. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. And then never do it for someone. And like, I'm never going to do this. It's like, it's, uh, the, I have to go. So I don't, I have, I have things to do. I don't have time to get you, to get you, uh, to bring copper ore to you, Clint. I, or what I, Fuck you, and uh, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> um if for your hundred fifty gold. That's why you guys don't have any friends. <laughs> I got a wife in real in real life, not even a, not a video game wife. Yeah, you um, have a real friend. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, what what specifically did you love about the game? Was there a specific thing in the game that just that just that just tickled your fancy? Gosh, you know that's that's funny because I played so much of this game. I don't, I can't say that I like love like love it, but somehow yeah. I am addicted to Sounds it. Work. <laughs> yeah. the, the tedium of running a fake farm was really yeah. appealing to me. <laughs> okay. Um, I liked. Uh, I guess I, I think I think the 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 barn animals are kind of fun. So I enjoyed like um, hanging out with my cows and my ducks. And like I guess like the architectural aspect of like you know like I'm gonna redo my fences today. This is like that was fun. Chopping down trees was cool. <sighs> what else did I love about this game? I guess that's it. The cutscenes are kind of funny. Once there you start are, befriending people. <laughs> yeah, there's some there's some good there's some funny writing in the game too. When you get mm -hmm. through some stuff, that's that's really funny. Um, and uh, uh, all right, is it would it be easier if you had to ask you what you didn't like about the game? What thing? What frustrated you about the game specifically? Just the same things I love. The TV before. <laughs> <laughs> helpful, help, helpful uh, criticism there, Vanessa. <laughs> I know, right? Um, I guess like uh, in some in some cases, like I don't know, like I wish like the mines were more lucrative on a like I could count on them more. Um, I've spent a lot of time in those school mines looking for iridium, and I feel like I never get iridium, and I ended up. Just dying anyway. <laughs> are those the procedurally generated ones? Uh, the mines are procedurally generated. I think I don't, but I don't mm -hmm. know. I've been to the Skull Cavern, so I can't say that they are the same. But uh, okay. are they different every time, Vanessa? You go in there? Yeah, like, they're, they're different every time. Okay. So you can't count yeah. things. Because yeah. he had mentioned, I thought he had mentioned like mines were originally planned to be procedurally generated maybe the mines weren't even in the initial release i forget but like no. originally they were supposed to be procedurally generated and they turned out not to be and then maybe he went back and kind of after you know the game came out and did some coding more coding on it like put that in as a thing i don't know um maybe the i think i feel like the mines unless you if you didn't find the exit of a level i think they were usually they change every time you went in. Well, whatever. I don't. I now. I'm now. I'm not 100. percent I'm trying to. I think they're. I'm pretty sure they were. They were procedurally generated. I can just say the mines were probably my least favorite part of the game. Um, they're just not a fan of the combat. Dull. Pretty dull, <laughs> and the combat's not pretty. Not that great. I did. I enjoyed the act of trying to get deeper into the, get deeper and deeper into the mine, just to you know, just for the completion aspect of it. But yeah, the enemies are all pain in the ass to fight, mm -hmm. uh, especially especially mm -hmm. the especially with the knockback. Um, yes, 
God, it's so annoying. Uh, when you're, I don't know if you got, if you ever fought a ghost in that game, Jason. No. Jeez, oh, it just like, not. Oh, hit it once, and then it gets knocked against the wall, and it's you can't hit it for a while, and then it comes back, and then you hit it again, and it just takes forever to kill. And you're just, oh. oh my God, it's annoying. sounds fun. And then like a yeah, yeah right. And then in the um, in the skull caverns, there's like these like flying snakes. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds and great. They're like they're awful like they, it takes a long time to kill them and then it, it, like every once in a while like the screen will like get, like get like really hazy and then it's like and then there's like 30 of them and you're like okay this is my death now i guess <laughs> I well just, this is where just i die and die <laughs> yeah exactly so it's like um yeah the, the mines are pretty obnoxious <laughs> that's your thermopylae <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love a thermopylae reference in a podcast <laughs> that's it uh um so yeah uh i'll uh, jason do you have any any I, obviously you don't have as much experience with the game is there anything that specifically frustrated you other than like the uh, the overwhelmingness of it all was there anything like just like oh this is, this is stupid why would anyone why would anyone enjoy this um you know like, like i said i see why it could grab people it just it didn't grab me if i was going to really like kind of critique anything in particular is just maybe the animation of you like using an axe or anything like that is like very, I don't know. I don't want to say it feels cheap, but it kind of feels cheap. Like dude, how many millions of dollars have you made at this point? Like you couldn't possibly make this a little less clunky looking. <laughs> Uh, that's okay. I, I'm fine. I think it was charming. I guess I feel like it fit, fit the rest of the game, but it's uh... yeah, yeah. It, it's just a matter of like I don't know. Like, like I said, it's weird to compare this to a like thirty something year old game at this point, but like you know the original Harvest Moon had a little bit more of a like different animation for each tool. And I just kind of felt like I wish this had that. And that's, I was like, okay, well, if a super Nintendo game that came out like, you know, 30 years ago or whatever could do this, like, but yeah, it can make it hard to remember what they, to see if you, if you don't notice like which tool you're using, it can make it hard to like, Oh shit, I'm not even using the right tool right now. It's I did that a few times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's like, yeah. yeah, I've had, I had that a couple of times. Like, Oh shit, I'm not using the right tool. When I'm, <laughs> it's cause it, cause they all do the, like you said, they all do the same thing. So it's, uh, it's very easy to not notice. Yeah, and um, um, one other thing I will say I was kind of frustrated by, I don't know, Vanessa, if you found this, but I found the, um, not so much the control scheme, but just like the UI, really clunky with the controller. I I think I want to give this another shot on the, um, you know, on PC and see if mm-hmm. a mouse and keyboard might help because I really did not enjoy controlling this thing a lot. And I think like a mouse and keyboard probably would help. Now that you say about the click, on the you know watering stuff because i would find myself watering the same spot occasionally twice when i was trying yeah, to water you, something you you can uh stand in the middle of like you say in the middle of like what nine of them yeah like right in the very middle in this cardinal direction and water all nine of them from one spot it's uh yeah there's it's, there, there's yeah. there's a sort of a thing like that in harvest moon like once your tools get upgraded you can start sort of doing that basically yeah but, you, and it, but it'll uh, do it all at once rather so yeah, it's a uh, I I, c- I couldn't imagine playing with a controller at this point, especially because there's a you have a you have a hot bar with a with number shortcuts on it too um, mm, so nice. for everything. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah, it's I found it, I found the selection process a little bit hard, and then like it took me a really long time to figure out how to add bait to my rod, <laughs> like longer than it should have. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the, this game I I will say I I I love some of the like. Um, vagueness of it and the secrets you can figure out in the game but sometimes i just wish it would be more explicit with how to do things there's mm-hmm. some stuff that just like it doesn't explain itself well and uh you figure out the hard way or figuring out which that some fishing fishing rods for some reason don't 
can't take certain hooks just because the hook's too good or something, or the rod's not good. No, yeah. Well, you don't want to use a really good hook on a really shitty rod that might break, right? Because then it goes away, and then, I don't know. Is that how it works? <laughs> I'm so, I, I am so glad they did not put durability in this fucking game. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like that that would have been a deal breaker for me. But Yeah, was... I would not. I would not. Like, that's one thing I don't love about Animal Crossing is, like, having to rebuild my tools all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even I the golden tools in that are a, don't eventually yeah. break in that I found it's or the new one. Super annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Vanessa, you cited against Jojo Mart. Clearly, you did the community center, right? Um, Nobody, no one ever even offered me Jojo Mart. <laughs> you, didn't, you, heard, you, you never went into Jojo Mart, and uh, um, yeah. I, I think I went in there once because I was trying to give like a Sam like a, a rock or something. <laughs> the guy who works there, and they're like, don't bother him at work. And I'm like, okay, I'll leave now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you you get offered like a membership there, and uh, they'll I think they'll tear, tear down the community center and turn it turn into a warehouse or something. Um, mm, that's appealing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's like the dark capitalist story side of the story. Like you can side with Joe Jamart instead. Um, right, and, he, and then you never get a movie theater. <laughs> yeah, uh, or you probably get one faster. Honestly, you side with Joe Jamart. You know the Joe a Joe theater. Sure yeah, you'll enjoy. It. There's a cute interaction between the mayor and like the leader of Joe Jamart once you finish the community center. <laughs> you'll have something to look forward to. I <laughs> oh, can't wait. That's what I'm building towards is that that interaction right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, uh, I I'll say, uh, Jason. I really like the music in this game. I really really enjoyed it. Um, it's I don't, I don't I'm not one to listen to video game music outside of the game, so I can't say whether that's it's that kind of stuff. But I think in game, I really really enjoyed all the overall themes. Uh, I thought they were all uh, quite uh, quite pleasant. What do you think, Jason? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they work they work in game, and beyond that, I want to say. Like, Maybe it's good study music. I had bought the soundtrack when it was on sale on Bandcamp like a few years ago. And I went to kind of play it on my own. And I was just like, I don't kind of. And this was before I had uh, actually played the game. So listening to it on its own, I was like, this is just not doing it for me. But I yeah, think I, having I, some context in there probably would help. And now that I have a little bit of context, like I do see like, oh, OK, this is kind of nice, relaxing stuff. I can, I can kind of vibe with this. and But I don't think this is one that I would listen to on my own. Uh, I was a big fan of the Halloween, uh, the Spirit Day. I think a Spirit Day is a Halloween, mm-hmm. but yeah. I, I think I think the the theme for for that specific event is was really was really good. Uh, Vanessa, any music any music stuff stand, stand out to you? I know it usually doesn't, but uh, yeah, no, not really. Um, okay. I liked it though. I enjoyed it when it when like uh, I thought it was interesting that sometimes it's just like there's nothing at all. <laughs> and then, so then you then it's more noticeable when the music starts, I guess. <laughs> I, I thought it was, I thought it was always a pleasant way to start the day. You walk out, you know, walk out, plant your stuff, and the and the theme's playing, and it's a sunny day, mm-hmm. and unless it's a big rainstorm and lightning shooting your lightning rods and you're getting batteries and all that, all that good stuff. Um, yeah, it took me a long time to realize that like the reason why things were being destroyed was because of lightning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least it wasn't tornadoes. Yeah, right. At least it wasn't. Yeah, you always got to say that. Yeah, your farm is gone. <laughs> See, that was like, I don't want to say cute, but kind of cute in the original Harvest Moon. There's um, there's like a hurricane warning occasionally, and you'll get the warning the day before. So you have to make sure you put all your animals in in, um, in the barn and everything. 
And the next day, you literally can't leave the house. You just your day is completely trashed, and your farm will be messed up, but not to the point of like, oh, it's just completely useless. It's like, okay, well, this fence post is broken now. I got to go fix this. These plants got killed. So I mean, it's it's not a devastating thing or anything, but it's like, mm-hmm. oh, that sucked. Getting back to the soundtrack real fast, I did look it up on uh, Bandcamp, and it is seventy four tracks long. I mean. Wow. There are a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, granted, some of uh, them are like yeah. 15 second kind of yeah. stinger things, yeah. but there's a lot of multi minute tracks here. So it's like the soundtrack is huge. And if it's your thing, I can totally see just like putting this on and like, like for me, like my writing music is the Tactics Ogre soundtrack. If like I could see if like somebody really dug on this game, they could put this on. This, this would be like their writing music, you know? Yeah, def- definitely. This is it's it, it was really good for the sort of like task task-based game this is like you know mm-hmm. you're just like it's really really good really good it's really good background music I mean, that's what it's that's what it's there for um as you're completing your day-to-days so uh i'll start with you jason uh final thoughts and would you recommend this game i mean uh i feel like that's probably been caveated but yeah final <laughs> thoughts you recommend uh you know yeah. honestly i would actually recommend it to people i think it for the price of entry, especially as often as it goes on sale, it's worth giving it a shot because this has clicked with so many people. And don't let uh, don't let me be the uh, the sour grapes on the podcast of saying like, no, I don't think you should try this. Like, I think it is worth giving it a shot. I think going in, um, especially if you don't have any preconceived notion of what Harvest Moon is, you might have an easier time with it. And you know, there is a wealth, a uh, veritable plethora of information wikias that you can go check out to get you to do whatever you want. Like if, you know, the relationship stuff is what you want, that's great. There's websites that can just teach you like, okay, here's whatever you need to do to get everybody's like friendship level up really fast. You know, there's, there's the whole capitalist thing of it where you can, you know, do whatever and make the money as fast as you possibly can. And, you know, there's also the fact that there's the co-op. I, I, that's something I don't think Harvest Moon's ever had. And I really think this is worth a shot. Like I said, it did not click with me at all. And that is nothing against the game itself. It is, uh, it, I'm, I'm sure if uh, we post this anywhere, like, and especially like a Stardew Reddit, I am going to get crucified for this because I did not enjoy this game. But I, I, I do think that there is a good chance that you'll end up enjoying it. It just, for whatever reason, just did not click with me. And I, I, I take that as a, uh, as a flaw of my own and not necessarily any of the game because <laughs> this game just me. did not do it for me. It's me, not you. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Vanessa, final thoughts, recommendation. Yeah, I liked it, especially if you're like into like again, like I think the the review that was like it's basically the digital equivalent of knitting really rang true with me, which I like. I like that's one of my favorite things about like football season is Jim's like watching football and I'm playing the switch. So for me, it was like very enjoyable, and I would definitely <laughs> recommend it if you're into like Farmville type games. <laughs> uh yeah it's for me uh, yeah it's a great it's a great game um i think it i probably would have a slightly different tune if i didn't play co-op so i highly recommend if you have the opportunity to play it co-op it's uh it was added later on in the game so it'd be a great excuse for people that have played it before to even do it again i feel like so um yeah it's uh it's a really cool game it's clearly made with a lot of love and um from both sides you know that's uh, the person making it and the person supporting that person making it uh yeah yeah um yeah uh yeah it's uh it's it's filled to the brim with stuff it always it's always surprising you with new stuff yeah it's awesome i i feel like at this point people know about stardew valley and uh what it's what it's all about
I, and now before we close out here, I do want to switch gears slightly, guys. Uh, I do have a a little activity for us to as as we to look back on the past year of game clubs. Uh, <laughs> and um, I have them pulled up, so don't worry, you don't, you don't have to all you don't have to remember them all. Okay. <laughs> um, because some of them, as I was reading, I was like, oh shit, we did we did do that one this year. Uh, uh, could, uh, could each of you and please give me your favorite game club game we did least favorite and maybe even one that surprised you the most if you if you if any did i'm going to read you off the list here uh, (laughs) starting starting with january i'll start with january we do have one from the 30th of december last year that we recorded um i decided that was the great perhaps i feel like that one was (laughs) even if i added that one in i don't think that would be mentioned in either category no so um so here we have uh first our first game was murder by numbers uh, we did that. We did that last year, which I was like, "Holy shit, that was that was last year." Yeah, that feels <laughs> and, like a long uh, time ago. Yeah, that was January. In January, we did Murder by Numbers. February, we did The Legend of Zelda, the original. Uh, Mar- April, uh, because we skipped March, uh, was Resident Evil the remake, uh, followed by Firewatch, New Pokemon Snap, in May, Dishonored. In July and well, actually, that was for I was gonna say that was technically the June one. We just got it out. Yes, for June. Yes, for June. Mega Man X for July. Outer Wilds for August. Titanfall two for September slash October. And if on Winter's Night for Travelers for October. Metroid Dread, and also Stardew Valley. Wow! What a year. Yeah, those are some so, great games. <laughs> yeah, we had a, we had a I think we had a really good year of game clubs. Yeah, there is a there's a good variety of things. Um, I'll start it out here because I've had I've obviously had more time to think about it. I will say my least favorite game on here was I'll say Pokemon Snap was definitely my least favorite one we played. Um, favorite, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Titanfall two, and then surprise Dishonored because that one I almost was. I can't believe how much I love that game and still do. Um, and I played Deathloop, and that is also it yet again did not click for me. But and an arcade games, but somehow Dishonored has has done it. Um, loved Dishonored. Can't wait till we do the second one later this year at some point. Might I suggest a um, another category of favorite podcast we did? Oh, favorite podcast Ooh. we did. Yeah, um, yeah, because I because I, I feel like that could go a completely different direction than yes. uh, yeah. the favorite game. So, uh, game club specifically podcast. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. I'll say it is. Ooh. I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Murder by Numbers. I'm gonna go. With, that was my. That was probably my favorite one. Record. It was close between. It's between that and if on a win, if on a winter's night. Um, I'll go with uh, Murder by Numbers because that just felt like a, a really special one. And they both did. But uh, honorable mention to if on a, if on a, if on a winter's night. Um, Vanessa or Jason, or either of you feel ready, feel feel ready. I can also read off the games again, as well. I've got I've got the list pulled up on my phone here. So go ahead, Vanessa. Yeah, I asked this. Yeah, so um, oh gosh, that's hard. Oh, I mean, I loved Metroid Dread. I thought that was so much fun. Definitely, the podcast Murder by Numbers was my favorite one for sure. Um, I think I'm with you. The Pokemon Snap was probably my least favorite game we played this year. It just didn't. I don't know. <laughs> I, I forgot I played it this year. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, it's, uh, that was that was one of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think I, I'm. It's like surprise. Like the games that surprised me the most, Titanfall Two was surprisingly like so much fun. And that's a game that I didn't think I would really enjoy that much, but I really loved it. 
I feel most proud of myself for beating Resident Evil. <laughs> As well, you should. I'm very, I'm very proud of you that you beat Resident Evil. That was impressive. It's, uh, I know, it's, right? it's not an easy game. It's, uh, um, Jason, yeah. what do you got? Okay, so favorite game, I'm probably going to go with Mega Man X because that is just one of my favorite mm-hmm. games, period. So I can't really, yeah. Um, favorite podcast, I'm going to say probably Murder by Numbers, although I think uh, the Mega Man X and If on a Winter's Night would probably be a tied for a second just because I, I love having Naughty on this po- on this podcast or any podcast because mm-hmm. she's she's a good time. So Mega Man X was a great, that was a good one. That was a good one too. I don't also, wanna, I but, love that yeah. game, so I really enjoyed digging into the uh, the history of that one. But yeah, I'm, having, but, a, having the actual creator of the game on and having him be uh, very talkative. Yes. Um, that that was that was a real joy. Ed Ed was a real treat. If you haven't listened to that episode, please go back and listen to that because even if you're not really that interested in it, Ed is incredibly articulate about his inspirations and why he made certain decisions in that game and uh, some things he regrets. So, yeah, it was it was good. Least favorite game. Ooh, boy. Oh, that's a tough one because I liked pretty much all of them. I mean, I guess I could sort of say Resident Evil because I wasn't on that one. <laughs> so yeah, I feel like that's a cop out, but yes, you could say that one. I yeah, guess. you probably you played I, it before, I think. So it's a. I had played it. Um, boy. Uh, as much as I like Dishonored, I don't see myself ever going back to it. So it might be Dishonored. Yeah, it's it. I mean, I remember you, but you were on the fence for a long time in that game. If I remember on the podcast. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, the, so. I I had played it a few times trying to get into it, and it did not click. And it just for whatever reason, I think it just being not forced to, but forced to play it for this podcast, it finally clicked enough that I was like, oh, okay, I don't despise this game, but it's not one of those things that I'm like, I I feel no desire to ever go back to it. I enjoyed the, my time with it, and I just want to not sully the memory of it. So I'll I'll be the dark horse here and say Dishonored. <laughs> it's a uh... But yeah, what a what a collection of games we had. I feel like it was, right. that, was a, that was a good when I looked back and saw that we started with Murder by Numbers for the year, I'm like, man, we we were on a bit of a roll, I thought. It's uh, I think so too. I'm I'm yeah, I'm happy I enjoyed all of the games you played. Even uh, I, I wish I was better at Dishonored. Maybe I'll be better at the second one. <laughs> <laughs> I think the second one's supposed to be harder than the first one, but I'm I'm just, I'm, I'm well, remember she so played happy. most of Dishonored too already. <laughs> so I forgot. I she did, so she did almost beat Dishonored two for Dishonored for the Dishonored podcast. <laughs> yeah, so. that's disappointing. Yeah, so. uh, don't choose Emily for Dishonored two. That's my only advice. <laughs> well, I feel like uh, one of us has to choose Emily now. <laughs> Yeah, and I was I was thinking to myself like Should I had to probably play as Emily then. So uh, I, I need that I need that blink. <laughs> yeah, but I also like I can't imagine you playing that game without blink. Okay, uh, you know what? I'll I'll, I'll, I'll bite the bullet. Blink. I'll bite the bullet. I'll do Emily. You already hated the first game, obviously, Jason. <laughs> yeah, so. despised it every minute of it. I yeah. loathe it. Yeah, I, I need every step ahead that I can get in that game because I cannot do stealth. <laughs> But yeah, everyone listening, if you ha- if this is your first time listening to our podcast, highly recommend all of them prior, <laughs> and uh, you'll 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 have, you'll enjoy yourself, I promise. Um, and on that note, um, Jason, would you mind doing the plugs right now? I am drawing a blank, and I don't want to stumble through them. If you have the, if you have the ability to, no, no, I haven't recorded three podcasts already this week, so yeah. I, I totally don't have this in my head or anything. Yeah. All right, so if you like this podcast, you can go over to patreon.com slash gamesandjunk. Over there, you can kick in $3, and for $3 a month, you will get 
nothing on this show uh, except it at a higher quality audio rate and handy catch-all feed with all the other podcasts we do. The other podcasts we do are Rocket With Your Card Out, my video game music podcast. And with that $3 a month, you will get that in a higher quality audio rate, as well as two bonus episodes a month where I go over the games that came out in five-year increments for that half of the month. So currently, we're in you know 2022, so that is 19, occasionally 1982, 1987, 1992, 1997, 2002, 2007, 2012, 2017, and that has been really hard for me to kind of break the habit of the 86, 80, because God damn it, I did that for, <laughs> you know, like 12 episodes, and now it's like, oh, okay, I'm fine. Anyway, so, uh, and also you will get the bonus segments on Multimedia Failure, our video game movie podcast, where the three of us go over and watch every single video game movie ever made, mostly, and uh, in a chronological order of sorts, <laughs> and then rank them against each other scientifically, completely. I don't care what I say in the opening about the arbitrariness of it. It's not arbitrary. Yeah. Science is yep. science has spoken. Yep, absolutely. And you get bonus segments on that, so you normally get a, a little like you know just preamble before we do the show, and then a little outro segment where sometimes it's a quiz, sometimes it's trivia, and then sometimes it's we figure out what circle of hell some celebrities are going to. So <laughs> it's, it's always a journey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and for five dollars a month, you will get everything I mentioned on the previous tier, as well as a shout out and thank you on the show. So for those people doing that, I have to thank Vanessa Cahill and John Lucero, my two co-hosts, Alex Messenger, Josh Carpenter. Eric, Nathan Cooper, and Michael Hughes for doing that. So, yeah, thanks for doing this and helping us justify this to our loved ones as they continue to wonder why we do this many podcasts. Yes, thank you, everyone. It's always appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> and if that's all for everyone, I will say so long. Thank you for listening. Have a garbage day.